your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. Hey, hey, welcome to a Tuesday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Sola. I'm like the guy I just said. The guy I just said that. 608-785-7914. Talk a text line. I'm going to have Monica Cruz, the Lacrosse County Board President, on here in a couple minutes. We just talked. So you could text me. We could have a conversation over text while we're talking because I recorded this interview 40 minutes ago. And uh, the Lacrosse County Board has a meeting coming up on Thursday, their monthly meeting. And there's a couple of interesting things on the agenda, including, you know, just spending $22 million. Just that. So that's kind of important. Figured we should talk about it before we head into Thursday's meeting. Give you some time to digest what the county is doing with the American Rescue Plan Act money, the ARPA money, the Biden bucks. I call them Biden bucks because it's fun. <laughs> Other things on the uh, on the agenda include a, uh, maybe an expansion of a dog kennel. So get ready, folks. Dog Talk Radio. It's going to come to two weeks of Cat Talk Radio. Uh, the last two weeks. Man, we really hit Cat Talk Radio. All for the city council going 12 to 1 and saving feral cats. Thank you, city council. Uh, damn, the birds be damned. <laughs> um, also, the this is an interesting one. And I don't know. I'm not going to have a lot on this. Because, the, the, I mean, you can read it on the agenda. It's three pages of just giant paragraphs of slow no wake and what's a lake and what's a river talk. Lake on Alaska is either not a lake or it is a lake. And it is maybe the Mississippi River. It's not the Mississippi River. Uh, you can boat on it. Or you can't. Well, you can boat on it. <laughs> that would be interesting. Well, Cross County Board is going to determine whether or not you can boat on Lake on Alaska. That would be news. That would be something we could do a whole show on, I think. Uh, banning boating on Lake on Alaska. When will that come? Uh, yeah, and then obviously the ARPA money. So American Rescue Plan, Biden Bucks money. The, the, the county board has, has laid out pretty well uh, in the agenda what they're going to spend that money on. I had some ideas for Monica. I throw them at her and she, she uh, chews them up, spits them back. And, uh, but you know, $22 million. So there's eight, there's eight general or broad ideas. They're not, they're, they're not all that broad, I guess. Uh, new or expand high quality childcare. That's a good one. I feel like everybody, <laughs> how do we, you know, expand high quality childcare, create childcare, and then, you know, make it affordable somehow. I think a lot of, a lot of parents are, yeah, I'd love to take my kid to the daycare, but, uh, then it costs more money than how much money I make at work. So why would I do that? It's the dilemma we have. Another one, affordable housing development, bridge housing for families. That's that homeless. That's part of that homeless deal the city and the county have. Um, and I, I think maybe we we don't make a bigger deal of the city and the county teaming up to try to end homelessness here in the area. Uh, it's a pretty big deal, the, the idea that they team up, because the county could do their thing, the city could do its thing, but they've decided that they're going to pile their resources into one entity and try to solve this thing. So that's, I mean, that's pretty, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, another one, economic impacts, skilled trade training, affordable, another one, uh, affordable housing development. That's, 
more bridge housing. Um, there's a lot of housing stuff on here, and <laughs> might just go to show, hey, there's a problem with housing in this area. As we're landlocked a little bit, landlocked, river locked. I don't know. Um, there's only so many houses we can build here, and uh, infrastructure. We get into that green infrastructure, stormwater infrastructure. So. Uh, all that money's allocated. Now it's the the idea of uh, you know when and how much and do we need to use it for all those things. Uh, a couple of things in in state government today. I'm not going to pretend to know a ton about this stuff, but uh, Wisconsin Republicans seek to tighten unemployment benefits. COVID pandemic kind of never been worse in terms of cases. Uh, a lot of hospital systems are are. Are getting overrun. I don't. The hospital hospitals here have only made a really big deal about that one time, as we see like workers yesterday out on front of Gunderson saying, "Hey, well, the hospital maybe seems like it's doing okay. We're not. We're working here. We're, d- we're doing twice the work, uh, half the staff. Uh, you could check out that a couple of a couple of workers at Gunderson uh, gave speeches yesterday." And uh, you can check out those speeches at wisdomnews.com. But um, yeah, so yeah, it's a good time to tighten those unemployment benefits. We got to get people back out there. We got to force them uh, to do their part to run this machine. Uh, unemployment's never been lower. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's never been lower, but man, it's ridiculously low. And uh, how they calculate unemployment? Maybe there's there maybe there's some magic there to make it look low, and it's actually not. But then I guess if it's not, then you know, tell us if you're going to do this stuff with unemployment benefits. Uh, it's weird, weird timing to go after that stuff. And then also uh, yesterday, the news was Republicans want to lower the age to con- carry concealed weapons. Good, good timing for that, too. You know, it's never a better time to allow 18-year-olds to carry concealed weapons than in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> And you know what? We need to be able to carry concealed weapons on school grounds. We need to do that too. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't see part of this. You know, if we if we're going to do that, sure. But how much training are we going to give the eighteen year olds on how to handle guns and be responsible? In 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 partnering with this bill, that would be the thing. Right, like how much training? We got to kids. Got to get a driver's license to drive. I would say even at that point, we we don't do a ton to teach kids how to drive. But uh, also, I think maybe we need to do more. Maybe maybe uh, you know, if we're gonna let eighteen year olds carry conceal carry, then then they need to pass a bunch of tests, and maybe they need to do this yearly. Uh, and the state could just do that. Like here, come take the test. You don't have to pay anything. You want to conceal carry. You want to handle a gun. I'm not even talking conceal carry because I think 18 year olds can have a gun, right? They just can't. They just got to carry it where you can see it, which is weird. Um, but yeah, I think maybe uh, training's got to go into all of these things. Doesn't seem to be a priority though. Just we need to get them guns, and they got to be able to hide them in their belt buckle, in their in their pants. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. So though they had a couple of stories, the state legislature, these are the priorities that are happening in Madison right now. Uh, getting 18-year-olds the ability to conceal carry and kicking people off uh, unemployment because, you know, 
it's the middle of a pandemic. What better time to go after poor people who are unemployed right now than right in the middle of a pandemic? Are we in the middle? We're always in the middle of the pandemic, too, because we have no idea. Maybe we're at the beginning of the pandemic. I saw a story today, too, that 20% of citizens here are have been have have contracted COVID. I think it was 20, 20%, something like that. Um, at least 20% of Americans have been infected with COVID-19. That's the number. So we're only 50% away from that, you know, that magic number of 70. I think it's like 70% for herd immunity. Only 50%. So if we're only 50% away, it looks maybe like two and a half to five years, and then we'll be out of this thing if we want to go the herd immunity route instead of the vaccine. So get ready for that. I, I also said, I also emailed this to Chris Main, the immunologist at Viterbo, and he said, we're never going to have herd immunity. That, that, that's not happening. Um, all right. 608-785-7914 if you want to text. Monica Cruz, Lacrosse County Board Chair, coming up. Brad's got to do the news. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the text line because Monica Cruz, the County Board, Lacrosse County Board Chair, is on with me. She's been on the County Board for 12 years, started back in 2009, representing District 15, so... Tell me if I'm right, Monica, town of Onalaska, city of Onalaska, and just the, the top of Campbell? Top of Campbell for a little while longer. Um, redistricting has taken top of Campbell away from me. So with the start of the new county board um, uh, session, town of Campbell will no longer be in District 15. Okay. If that, if that, well, that mass approved because you guys did that. I, I keep yes, thinking yes, like it's this. it's all approved. It's this, ready to go. The statewide cluster bleep. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is uh, redistricting. All right. Well, because you have the tip of Campbell right now, can and I don't know is the is the part that you represent, and I'm sure you you care about the rest of it being on the county board. Uh, just I didn't you know PFAS. Like, do do we know? Is it up to Campbell at this point to kind of determine what they want to do with PFAS, and then the county board will supplement that, or vice versa? Do you, can you explain that at all? Because I think we're at a year anniversary of the town of Campbell being forced to use bottled water, right? We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. I think it might have started maybe in March, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, we're definitely approaching that uh, anniversary. And um, I can talk about it. Um, there are, at this point, no um, solid resolutions to the problem. But there is a government group that meets on a regular basis. It's called the Government Partners. It includes Town of Campbell. It includes the City of La Crosse. It includes um, County, um, the DNR, um, Department of Health Services. I'm trying to think who's all involved. I mean, it's a big group of people. And so on a semi-monthly now, we used to meet monthly, and now we're meeting uh, every six weeks, every eight weeks. Um, you know, we are talking about um, possible solutions, where the money is going to come from, um, who is ultimately responsible. So, yeah, this is an ongoing conversation. Um, the county is uh, in the process of, or already did pass, I think, right now, um, a clean water um, resolution that will go to referendum. So, yeah, I mean, it is ongoing, and um, lots of... Um, possibilities but nothing you know that has sort of risen to the surface as far as um you know what's going to be done 
Yeah, it's one of those things I think we can all really relate to. Hey, if you can't use the water that comes out of your faucet uh, to drink, it's kind of like when your electricity goes out. I have, I have a private well. Sometimes my private well goes out, and you, I couldn't. I, 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 countless times I'll go to the faucet to turn the water out and be like, oh, yeah, the stupid well is broken. I have to wait yeah. for the guy to come fix it. Um, so I can't imagine uh, these people in Campbell having to do this. I feel like they'd probably just like, hey, you like hook us up to the city water or, or do whatever you got to do. Figure right. it out, and then figure out who's responsible after the fact. Like, I, but but sometimes that's too many. There's too many hoops to jump through, so you can't just just do it. Well, it's just a really lot of money. You know, um, it, it's going to cost a lot of money to either hook them up to lacrosse or build their own water tower, or you know, there's there's all these you know possible solutions, but every one of them is very very expensive, and so. You know, the question is, who's going to pay for it? You know, so in the meantime, they're getting bottled water, and I totally can sympathize and empathize because I, too, have a private well. And, um, you know, when the the whole issue with nitrates um, was uh, a big deal a couple of years ago, um, you know, all the people in my area were talking about, you know, hooking up um, uh, reverse osmosis, purifiers and things like that. So I totally understand what they're going through. Um, and I know it, it always goes way too slow when, you know, when you're trying to find a solution to a big problem like that. Yeah, definitely. And it's happening all over the state and I believe the country. So Exactly. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, and and the, U, the United States government's moving, uh, I feel like, awfully so, slow in that matter as well. Uh, and the state isn't doing anything. I don't think the state is even talking about it because they axed it all out of Governor Evers' budget. They did, and not only are they not talking about it, but they're even sort of putting, you know, brakes on trying to, um, you know, change the, change the rules so that PFAS can't continue to be pumped into the environment, like the um, the manufacturers uh, group, you know, doesn't want any regulations um, imposed. So, yeah, you know, besides not helping, they're actually hindering. We're speaking with Monica Cruz, the Lacrosse County Board Chair, and the reason I have you on, Monica, just that popped in my head right before, uh, right as I brought you on. But um, the the county board meets every month. It's, you know, they meet a whole bunch of times, but the big monthly meeting is happening on Thursday, and there's a bunch of things on here. And I just kind of, you know, it'd be nice to go over these things with you and just kind of review. Hey, this is what we're doing on Thursday. If you want to come, you know, come check it out. But uh, uh, when it comes to these things, when it gets to the Lacrosse County Board, can you kind of explain it? I say this about the city government too. When the city council meets on their monthly Thursday or uh, yeah Thursday meeting. It's kind of set in stone what you're go- you are or aren't going to do. It, would, would you say that's the same case with the county board? Well, it's a process, and by the time that issues come to the county board, they've already gone through several committees, and so yeah, it, it is definitely a, a set process. All right, so a couple of things on here, and we'll just—I I got a little bullet points. I'm going to make you talk. I think um, I see there's a dog kennel. Somebody wants to build a dog kennel. I just did cat talk radio for about two weeks. Am I going to have to do dog? <laughs> talk radio for two weeks because because uh, uh, you know i worry about uh, you know dog kennels sometimes just has a negative connotation to it because you think of animals being mistreat- mistreated and puppy mills and stuff like that um so what what is the the deal with having a dog kennel on the on the county agenda so this could be your next new hot topic so be careful <laughs> actually, actually, this is you know this is a very isolated um, situation where somebody um, wants to 
um, have have a kennel where they, um, I, I believe at this point, they are adopting dogs that, you know, um, don't have owners that, that need to be taken care of, uh, fostering dogs. And I think maybe they want to um, expand that operation, and I think they're asking to be able to have 10 dogs. I don't quite remember that for sure. It says, but anyway. it says a maximum of eight dogs, although I could be looking at the old resolution or the updated resolution, I guess. You could be right. It might be eight. I thought it was 10, but maybe it's eight. So um, so they're just asking, you know, for, for that um, zoning change so that they can have eight animals on premises. Okay, and this and, is in the town of Madari. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, when that happens, there's usually some neighbor that comes out and, you know, is worried that it's going to be too noisy or whatever. So I, I don't think this is going to be controversial, but um, you never know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my if my neighbor has 10 dogs, I'm sure there's going to be barking. But also, if the on the flip side, if this guy, or, or I guess eight dogs, it says on here, but if this guy is uh, rescuing animals and, uh, you know, treating them well. I don't know how, I, I don't know if you guys need them, him to prove that he's going to treat the animals well. I feel like that's just the law. So, uh, maybe yep. not, maybe not that controversial, but I'll, maybe I can make it so later. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned. Yeah, you know, right. you never know. You sometimes think these th- things are just going to slide through and then, you know, all at once they become controversial. So yeah. who knows? Um, all right. Next thing on here, this might be real quick, but the resolution to support a designation for the Goose Island Connector Trail to be part of the Mississippi Trail mm-hmm. like system. Is that just? Yep. Mm-hmm. Of- it's called the Mississippi River Parkway uh, system, and it's a, it's a series of connected trails, I think 16 um, national millennium trails. So um, it's a it's, uh, uh, resolution that would um, make Goose Island part of that trail system. Okay, and <clears throat> maybe the Goose, probably Goose Island probably already connects to those trails somehow, right? And it's just a matter right. of paperwork? Yeah. Yep, yep. And then it'll fall and it'll get onto those maps, I suppose. They'll have to make new maps. So you'll have to buy more paper, I think, and some <clears throat> color, maybe <clears throat> some color, uh, copy color, whatever those things are. I haven't used a copy machine in years. Um, all right, next thing on the agenda, um, and we're going to get to the, the big one is ARPA funding coming up, uh, American Rescue Plan Act funding. But this one might be the most relatable to people who, you know, I think a lot of people live on the river. And you'll have to explain this one, too, just the idea. Where, where Are we expanding slow no-wake zones or changing them or moving them? Or um, you said something about we're going we're gonna to make a river a lake or we're going to make a lake a river. What's going on in this one? Yeah, we have amazing powers. <laughs> Um, No, um, what's happening here is I think it's just a cleaning up of um, Chapter 30, which is, uh, you know, uh, the rule um, about navigable waters, harbors, and um, navigation. So um, what what happened is um, that nobody's ever really quite sure if Lake Onalaska is actually a lake or if it's part of a river. And so that's kind of been an ongoing um, controversy for I don't know how many years, probably longer than I've been on the county board. And so this um, ordinance is now going to straighten that up, and it's going to decree that um, Lake Onalaska is a lake for purposes of boating. And because of that, the county doesn't have um, regulatory powers over it. So we can't set no wakes, and we can't set, um, you know, we can't determine that. That's, a, I think, a, a state, um, you know, a state power. 
And so for purposes of boating, it is not a lake. It is a lake, and for purposes of fishing, it's a river. So this is, you know... (laughs) Does this Very give, confusing to me. Does this give the county river fishing powers then? You guys still may retain your fishing, your fishing oversight versus your boating oversight, something? Yeah. So um, I guess we don't get to tell people on Lake on, on Alaska, you know, that they ha- need to have no wake zones, or at least that's how I interpret it. Hopefully um, at the county board meeting, um, somebody will explain it in a way that we can all understand this better. But um, basically, that's what it comes down to. And I will say, I'm on Google Maps here, Monica, and it says Lake on Alaska right on Google Maps. So I think it's it official. It's officially a lake if it's on Google. Yep, yep. It says it two different ways. It says it horizontally and vertically, depending on how you're looking at it. Um, but yep. it is, it is Lake on Alaska is just like, it's, it's just feeding from the Mississippi River. There's not even, so it, it makes yep. sense that it might not actually be a lake when you just kind of look at it from the map because it's. It's yeah. just it's just a big, like fat part of the Mississippi River at that point. And some people will get very very emotional and and excited when you tell them that it's not really a lake, it's a river. And um, you know, I mean, I can see it. I guess if you've lived on the lake all your life, <laughs> but you know, statute is statute. Yeah, and this is this should be right up your alley, Monica. This is your district, right? The it's north right side there. of Campbell. I can look right down on it. Yeah, yeah, from where I live, for sure. <laughs> and you got that north tip of Campbell. I think they're they're probably right in that in that area. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, that's Monica Cruz. She's the Lacrosse County Board Chair. Meet. We're we're discussing the meeting coming up Thursday. When we come back, we're going to talk about. Uh, the twenty-two million is it twenty-two or twenty-three? It's somewhere in there. It's uh, really close to twenty-three. It's twenty-two point eight nine million. All right, and we're going to talk about what exactly the county board is going to do to distribute those uh, Joe Biden bucks. That's what I call them. We'll be back. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Monica Cruz, the Lacrosse County Board Chair, on with me. We spent the first half of the show. Uh, going over some of the items on the Thursday board meeting or the agenda for Thursday, um, that changing Lake on Alaska to the Mississippi River or vice versa. Uh, you might want to check into the meeting on that one and uh, a resolution to to make part of Goose Island's trail, part of the Mississippi River trail system. Uh, dog kennels, I might do dog dog uh, talk radio. It's, it doesn't roll off the tongue like cat talk radio for some reason. And we did. We talked about PFAS a little bit. And uh, now I want to talk about, uh, you know, just just twenty three million dollars, just twenty three million dollars. There, twenty two point two. Right. Did I get that wrong. Twenty two point two. Twenty two point eight nine, I believe. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there's a there, there's a 14 different versions of uh, twenty two million dollars yeah. in this thing. Yeah. But um, I don't know. This is something you guys have been discussing for a while. Uh, it's a lot of money. And it's important, I think. But how is it a little nerve wracking to to try to have to decide how you're gonna how you're gonna allocate this money? It it is a little bit because um, you want to do it right. You, you know, it's a lot of money. It gives a great opportunity to do something that's um, long lasting, transformational, that makes a huge difference in people's lives, and you don't want to blow it. So yeah, I mean, there is a lot of uh, responsibility. Um, that comes with um, managing this huge amount of money. I uh, Somebody called my show one time when we were talking about this, because the city has $22 million. Well, explain this to me. If the city has $22 million, does the city also get part of the $22 million from the county? Uh, no. 
No, the okay. The city has its allocation, and the county has its allocation. Okay, so you're, there's no doubling up like you're going to, but you could probably, right? If the, if yeah, the... We, we could pool it. You know, we could do things together. And, and, you know, a lot of the things that we have planned really um, are, you know, um, uh, are planning to uh, collaborate with the city on some of these expenses, you know, that we'll be incurring. So, yeah. You can definitely, you know, um, double up the money and, uh, you know, make it um, go further and do more good. Somebody said to me that you should just take the $22 million and distribute it back to all the taxpayers. Just give it right back in a check. Um, it would be about $200, I think, a little under $200 if you just... So everybody in the county gets a $200 check. How about that? Um, I'm sure there are people that think that would be a good idea. I happen not to be one of those people. And that's probably illegal too, right? In terms of the rules of how the funding <laughs> yes, distribution works, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The federal government has says there's and and that that's probably half the battle here with you guys on the county board, right? Like navigating the rules. I shouldn't talk navigating as we did the 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 river versus lake talk, but um, the rules of of what you can and can't use this money for. There are a lot of rules. Yes, about 400 pages of rules. Yep. And um, the federal government just came out with the final rule last week. It's called the final rule. And um, it's um, actually um, kind of looser than they started out. I mean, they are, they're allowing more things than, they, than we thought they were going to allow early on. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of saying now, just go ahead and use the money. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Um... And you have, I think the city, Mitch talked, Mitch Mayor, Mayor Mitch Reynolds talked about this. He said to have, we have until 2026 to use this money. Same rules for you guys? Same rules, exactly. Yep. It has to be allocated by the end of 24, and it has to be spent by the end of 26. Oh, okay. So when, yeah, when you say 2026, it's like, eh, do my homework. I'm going to put it off and cram, you know, in 2025. But actually, you probably need to get on this because... Uh, you know, two years. So how far along do you think you are in determining where this money will go? And we'll, I'll just let you go there. How far along do you think you are? Okay, so we at this point um, have determined the large categories that we want to invest this money in. So we have come up with, um, with eight different categories that um, have kind of been distilled out of lots and lots of meetings with lots and lots of people. We had um, seven task forces that looked at um, these different ideas. Um, we started out with the county board setting priorities um, you know, that we felt were important for um, us to tackle you know, if we, you know, it's because that kind of that idea. If you had all the money in the world, what would you do? You yeah. know, and that was kind of this situation. You got a whole bunch of money. What do you think you should do? So um, we set priorities, and then um, we had surveys where we gathered input from the community. I think we heard from about fifteen hundred um, residents. Uh, we had these seven task forces that included about eighty people. Um, who were working on their own little, you know, sort of their own little bailiwick of um, priorities. And now we're at a point where we have come down to deciding how much of that money we want to go to each of those eight priorities. And um, now comes the hard work of deciding exactly, you know, how we want to spend that money. All right, I'm looking at I'm looking at the list, and we can you know we can go through all eight, but it, it'll it won't be super fun radio, but you know stuff like affordable housing and mm-hmm. um, green infrastructure and stormwater infrastructure, childcare, um, 
all the money it looks like is allocated, right? Like you've you've yeah. used yeah. all the money on this list? Pretty much. We have divvied it up. Okay. Yep. What about what if we what if we cut all the money in half and then just put all the rest in in a quote unquote rainy day fund? I know you have to use it by twenty twenty four. But then let let what's on this list of eight go for whatever half of all the prices you have on here. I say prices, but like a, a you know allocated funding. Price tags, you mean the price tags? Yeah, the price tags. Like you know, three point <laughs> three million dollars new or expand high quality childcare. So instead of using three point three million dollars off the bat, use one and a half, and then maybe a year from now go okay. That actually worked really well. We'll use another one and a half, and you know we'll just we'll just reallocate it to the same cause or maybe a year down the road you go you know what actually that's not working so well or uh you know something over here needs a little bit more funding and then you actually have some left in the purse right Uh, you should be on the county board rick that's exactly what we're doing okay well so so this money this money that's being divvied up it's really just being sort of put in a um i don't know what you want to call it sort of a um a lockbox Okay. Piggy so, bank. I want to say know, piggy bank, Monica. Yeah, piggy bank. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> or eight, so we're just saying, eight piggy we're banks? Just saying, down the line, we think that we'll probably spend $3.3 million on child care. That doesn't mean that we're going to spend that like within a year or even within a year and a half. It just means that that money is there for any kind of initiatives that we come up with for child care. And as time goes on, we may decide that we've gotten grants or we've gotten, you know, some collaborative funds from other agencies in the area that we don't need all this money for child care, and then it can easily be redirected to other things. So nothing says that this is, like, carved in stone, and that's what we have to spend it for. It's just that we're kind of making a, you know, a, a piggy bank for it, like you said. Yeah, you got a prior, you got a priority list of eight things. Is there anything yeah. that fell off this list of eight? You know, is there a nine, ten, eleven that you know maybe yeah. maybe we'll think about? Uh huh. There is there is one in particular. We had early on very seriously um, considered putting like a big chunk of money into a an, an equity account. So equity meaning um, any kind of equity issues in the county that that needed to be funded. And I think the city did that, and um, they kind of put that money in the keeping of, I think it's the... The La Crosse Community Foundation, Cooley Cap, I don't... I think it's the Community Foundation, the okay. La Crosse Community Foundation. So I think the, the, um, the city um, put a bunch of money into um, an account that that group is going to be administering, and they're going to be handing out grants. So anyone in the community that wants to work on an equity project of any kind, rather than going to the city, they're going to go to this group, and they are going to um, determine whether, you know, that cause is worthy and deserves money or whether someone else deserves it more. We had thought about doing that ourselves, but because the city put a big chunk of money um, with that group and because their capacity is sort of limited, um, we didn't want to overwhelm them at this point. So what we are thinking is that our equity money will come out of other funds or it will be diverted from some of these eight funds that we've already established. So, yeah, that was one, th- one area that um, early on we had determined was a priority and then it sort of fell off at the end. All right. Not that we're not going to do it. We're just going to do it in a different way. Yeah, we're speaking with La Crosse County Board Chair Monica Cruz. they got a big meeting on Thursday, the monthly meeting. 
And uh, we're just kind of going over, now we're going over the ARPA funding. Um, so the biggest one on this list is, you know, at this point, it's $5 million maintenance or a- maintenance or building of infrastructure. And then there's a colon there, Hillview Redesign and Rebuild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is that, I don't know, what's Hillview Redesign and Rebuild? Well, so Hillview is our um, nursing home facility that the county runs. And um, it, it's old. Um, it, um, you know, has kind of... Um, become obsolete in some ways, but it's a large uh, facility and, um, you know, it, it's needed in the community. And we have been talking for several several years about um, redesigning that building. Um, it's quite large. It has room for, uh, rooms for, I think, over 200 people. Okay. Um, currently, it um, houses about 100 people, I believe, 110 maybe. So, um, you know, we're not using it um, to its capacity, and um, we're also not, you know, like uh, with uh, Medicare and Medicaid monies, um, we're also not keeping up with um, the expenses. So we need to um, retool that building. We need to bring it up to modern standards, and we're also thinking of, like, sort of re um, structuring who will be housed there. For example, we have a large need in the community for um, um, Alzheimer's patients um, that you know that need more um, care than than a typical nursing home um, uh, resident does. And so we're thinking of um, re-designing um, that building to um, accommodate um, people with mental and Alzheimer's issues, um, dementia, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so and, um, so yeah, this, it, it's a huge undertaking. This yeah. building, it looks like it's on the south side. Is that right? It is on the south side, yep. All right. So and we've been talking <laughs> also about building bridge housing. We you, you, The, the county-slash-city team effort to buy the Chamber of Commerce building obviously fell, fell through, and you guys are looking for um, another property to do that. How big is the property at Hillview? Can we put bridge housing there? Um, not that it hasn't been thought about, but um, it's um, the location is not ideal. Um, the buildings at this point, uh, you know, not ideal in terms of what we're planning to do with that um, with that facility. So um, the bridge housing at this point is probably not going to happen there. All right, the county board's one step ahead of everything I have to say. See. But it's good to talk this out. We thought out, about right? it. We thought it. We thought, thought about lots of things for out there. We thought about putting um, daycare facilities there because obviously we have a huge need for daycares. We thought about putting um, college student housing there, where um, college students could be CNAs and you know, and as their part-time job, and you know, they could live there and and work there. But you know, all of those are great ideas, but, you know, as we got more into them, they didn't seem to be real practicable. So, Well, my idea is to put a nursing home facility, a daycare facility, and a dog kennel all on the same property so that the kids can go hang out with the, uh, uh, you know, senior citizens at the mm-hmm. nursing yeah. nursing care facility, and they can get some entertainment both in both ways there. And then the kids can also go to, and the, they, and the adults, the, we can bring the, the, the dogs you know, to the kids and the senior citizens for for other entertainment. I feel like just one big big project here. There you go, and, and let's make some room for cats as well, shall we? <laughs> just feral ones, just feral <laughs> cats. We're going to say the feral cats. Is the county board thinking about doing this? I, that that was my two weeks of cat talk radio. This idea that 
uh, we're going to save feral cats in the city. And, and from what I can tell, that's that's not what we should actually be doing. I'm not I'm not waiting in there. Uh-uh. No, you're not going to do it. It's too <laughs> nope. controversial nope. even for the Crossbrook <laughs> County Board Chair. Until it falls on the agenda, then I'll be calling you back. <laughs> then, that, you know, then we'll talk. Then that, we'll talk. <laughs> that's Monica Cruz. She's the La Crosse County Board Chair. Hey, Monica, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. All right, bye. Bye-bye. We got to take one more break. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914. Talk text line. County board meets on Thursday. 6 p.m. Go check out the agenda. All that stuff pretty easily available. You got to go to the calendar, really. It's the best way I've figured out to... Get the county board agenda, lacrosse county board, just search that. Go to the agenda. I've got all these PDFs open. It's still a, a, man, a manner of uh, PDF downloading. You can set your computer up. For some reason, the county board agenda, it will open the PDFs for me. But the city council agenda for lacrosse makes me download the ag- agendas, which is super annoying. I cannot tell you how many agenda items... I have downloaded on this computer, my computer at home, and my phone. The, the worst is the phone, right? Because where do those things get saved? How do you even find those things? Once you download them, and then all of a sudden your phone's full, and you're like, all right, I have 37,000 pictures and 222,000 agenda items from the Lacrosse City Council. What to, what do I do? Um, but anyway, I appreciate Lacrosse County Board Chair Monica Cruz coming on. Johnny texted me and he said, uh, Lake Onalaska is not fed by the Mississippi River. It's fed by the Black River. The Black River runs into the spillway, which causes the backup of water and makes it into a large pool of water. Okay, that does make sense there, Johnny. I was, uh, I was just looking at the map and, and going by gravity. Because <laughs> uh, if you're going south, you're going downhill, right? But the Mississippi flows down. So I was thinking, well, Mississippi must flow into Lake Onalaska, but... According to Johnny, it's coming back up from the right side of French Island where the Black River is. So, all right. Good to know. I, I, I'm not doing a ton of boating out there, but I appreciate the text. I uh, explain myself poorly to Johnny as well, but he, I think he understands. Um, we did talk about concealed carry as well for just a minute to start the show. I didn't really deep dive into that. I don't love deep diving into gun talk because I'm not a gun owner. don't have... I uh, not like the, up up to uh, all the knowledge on everything guns, but I do know we don't need a ton of training on guns. But somebody texted in, uh, they can't conceal carry. Want Republicans in Wisconsin want eighteen year olds to be able to conceal carry, and uh, somebody said they can't conceal carry right now. Their pants are down to their knees. That's funny. I will say that's funny. I don't know. I don't know why that's. Uh, still a thing i don't even know if that's still a thing where you you say the saggy the saggy pants i see it once in a while and i have to laugh uh where you see the dude's boxer shorts the worst is when i'm playing basketball and uh whomever and this is i mean dating back to college in the late 90s and early 2000s playing college and the dude will be bringing the ball up and he'll have one hand dribbling right but the other hand will be pulling up his shorts and he's got his he's got his shorts down past his butt. His boxers are showing, and he's got to pull those up every. And it's like, do you have a? Did you not tighten the drawstring, or 
is this like a fashion statement for you while you're trying to play basketball? I won't get into the guy that played basketball in his flip-flops. That was interesting. Uh, you're like, really? You're so desperate to play basketball. And you can't, you can't just be like, come on, man. You can't play. You have flip-flops on. Like, go get your shoes. Go home. Get your shoes. I'll borrow you. What size are you? You can borrow my other shoes. I always have multiple pairs of shoes, especially in college. Dorms right there. Duffel bag full of shoes. Uh, but, yeah, so you, you can't just be like, no, you can't play because it's just like you call next and you pick five and you go. Uh, ev- eventually, we, we, we kind of just did not play with this person. Jerry, we didn't, we didn't like playing basketball with you, just so you know. <laughs> 608. Well, I'm not going to give out the number. We're done. That's all the time I have. I appreciate everyone listening, and we'll do it all again tomorrow.